Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WETL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I am your newest host, Jack Hart, and I am joined by my color man and good friend, the incomparable Davis Carroll. We are broadcasting live, of course, from the Bradley Basin Studio here in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center right here on the campus of Auburn University, where once again it is a beautiful, frosty, chilly winter morning. We'd like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex as well as around the world. However you may be tuning in with us today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna at WEGL 91.1 FM, off the information superhighway at wegalfm.com or on your podcast player of choice after the fact. We are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. How are we doing today, Davis? Feeling good. Uh, you still got it, man. I got to say, uh, I always mess up on the, the stu, studio and student center. I always get those flipped. I'm sure you've heard listening. The bowels. It's I always say student center instead of studio, and then studio instead the of Bradley student center. Bradley Basin student, student center student studio. So, look, it's it's difficult. It is, but welcome. Of it's course, a tall task. We have former host and current host Jack Hart back in the studio with us. Welcome back. How are you feeling? Feeling really great. Feeling very enthused to be here with you today, Davis. It's all it's it's like it's last year all over again. Just like old times. Well, what you been up to? Man, I've been uh, hanging out here on the plains over the weekends. Boom. Had a lot of fun seeing some old friends, making some new friends, mm. seeing some sights, and uh, taking in some some smells and tastes. You know how we do. That's true. It got rained on a lot. We did. That was an interesting smell and taste. It was... As it were. Had to dry out my jacket. It's at home still, drying out. It's okay. We, it was a good little fun run through the rain. It was like we were kids again. Particularly soggy weekend is what I it have was. to say. I like the rain, though, but not when you have to run through it. That's when that's not when it's fun. When it's cold, I'm out. out <laughs> I, I like the cold. It would, if I'm choosing, if I want it to be cold and I also want it to be rainy, I, I also want to be inside then by extension. I'm not often sitting outside like, oh, yeah, this cold rain is awesome. This rain. This, this, this biting, freezing, cold Bullets of rain. We were dodging the raindrops anyway. That's right. We made it through us. We, we were quick enough. All right. So last night, of course, was the biggest game of the year for football fans. That's right. I don't, know, I don't know if we're allowed to tell you what it was, but I think there were some particular birds that were mm. pretty great. You know, I think there were some real superb owls flying oh, around wow. the studio. Oh, wow. So, uh, I, I don't know if we can disclose what exactly we were watching <laughs> without the express written consent of the NFL, but uh, you might you might just have been clued in onto what was on the TV last evening. If you're also a big fan of commercials, it was a big night for you. That's right. If you're a big fan of... Um, Consuming media. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, reacting to things on Twitter. Yo, look at this person that no, just showed up. that certainly was a recognizable character promoting an identifiable brand. <laughs> It's so fun. Speaking of superb owls and their commercials, there's been a hot debate recently. Have superb owl commercials gotten lazier? I think so. Like, besides the QR codes. I think, yeah, I mean, there's a shock factor of you, you're kind of writing your, which celebrity you can get. We, I think that, that reached a critical mass last year when... It was, I mean, the whole crux of the FTX commercial was just, it's Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. He was there. 
I, I think I think we had a lot of those this year. I mean, that that's what the whole M&M's thing, which we might get into later. I mean, that the whole crux of that is just it's someone else. The whole crux of the Ford EV was it's Will Ferrell, you know. Mm-hmm. They they even poked fun at it with the the mayonnaise one with Pete Davidson showed up, you know. Yeah. They're self-aware now, but it's not in a funny way, I'd no, say. No, it's not. It, they're self-aware in a way that isn't changing course at all. Oh. Yeah. The best, I mean, the best commercials, I say best, but the most, the ones that people remember, I mean, those weren't, for the most part, weren't celebrity endorsements. I mean, can you name either of the guys in the Bud Budweiser was up? I can't. But you know was up. Exactly. It had a hold on everybody in whatever, 2006 or whatever. Just a death grip. I'm glad I wasn't old enough to remember that. (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't partaking of that because I was five years old. Well, I don't even know when that was. I'm just, I don't even remember half the commercials. We missed the the M and M's coming back. Maybe, apparently it happened. I saw Maya and Yaz, and then the M and M's showed up in the Maya and Yaz. Like no, but they had like their hostage. own commercial. Oh my goodness! Who knows? Best we culture war head fake M and M's. They're back for good. I don't know what we were doing. I really don't know. <laughs> All right, maybe we were eating Panko. Maybe, but why would they? They feel like they would run it after the Maya and Yaz commercial. Oh, I guess you're you're right. Hmm. What did you think of Wilter Wade and Jesse Pink Pickman? I Breaking thought, Bad. I thought this um this popcorn chip thing. They've been around for a long time. Popcorners. Papa Bless. They're popables. What? Oh yeah, I love popables. Popables. Yeah. Those aren't popcorn though. They are not. What are they? Like the like the Lay's popable thing, like the airy like. They're triangular. Rhombus. It's not a rhombus. They're called popables. Let me look into this. I think these are the ones I really like. I They're thought not... it was popcorn that was like molded into triangles. No, popables are just like. You, you can pop them. That does they're not, potato that, snacks. That does not preclude them from they're, being They're popcorn, potato snacks. I want you to know they're potato snacks. Look at them. Oh, I love popables. They're so good. They're so light. They're so much better than regular potato chips. So me. is that what Walter White was trying to sell me? No, no, no. They're called, I don't know what theirs are. Those are called popcorners. Those are probably made of popcorn if I had to guess. Popcorners. They're, they're like triangular popcorn, which I'm not sure how that how they shaped it I like that. I think they like mash it in. Like you know how they they punch holes into license or punch numbers into license plates? Yeah. I think they have that same machine. Now that they print license plates, I think they repurpose that machine into punching popcorn into these triangle shapes. It looks kind of ghastly. It doesn't look very I feel like you're paying like $7 for 3 ounces of food is what's happening. 4 bucks for 7 ounces. Oh, I guessed it. You said 7 bucks. For how many ounces? 7. Yeah, okay. I see. It's okay. It all it it all makes sense. Okay. The point stands. The crustable or poppables are better than crustables are the peanut butter and jelly thing. Uncrustables. That's right. Uh, do not wa- do not get crustables. <laughs> That's just a sandwich. That's just the crust. That's just a sandwich. I'm trying to. What even were the other commercials? There was that. There was Will Ferrell hanging out in Netflix, man. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of crossover commercials. There was the Blue Moon was fighting Miller, fighting Coors, but they're all the same company. That's right. Are we allowed to mention those? Oops. I think so. They make other things. Yeah. Other like products, shirts. Other products are available. They make some shirts and stuff. That's correct. They make um, Valencia orange peels, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, the culture war rages on as the uh, the big game, as it were, took over the nation's airwaves last night. And then everyone, of course, stuck around to see uh, Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay of course. following the game. Did you? I was there. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, yeah, you know, th- those post-Super Bowl shows, those get a lot of ratings. 
I wonder why. I mean, everybody's asleep on their couch <laughs> from all the wings they ate. That's true, but I mean, I feel. I mean, you have to know that at this point when they're like selling a. I mean, oh, yeah, that's like that's a hot commodity but slot. Like, when they're trying to like pitch, like, oh, this show got this many views. Fox, can we get another season? They'll be like, uh-huh, when did you uh-huh. air it? You were after the Super Bowl. No one wants to see your mass singer. You think that's where the mass singer got to start? That definitely is. I mean, the Super Bowl was on Fox three years ago. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe that was the mass singer year. It might have been. Irrevocable damage. Goodness, to Western culture has been made. I know my. I think my mom likes mass singer. She's listening. So, oops. Sorry, Mom. I don't like it that much. Rudy Giuliani was on that one time, and Ken Jeong left. That's right. Great, crazy moment. Culture war rages on. Besides the commercials, what do you think of not only the game, oh, but the festivities along with it, mainly the halftime the show? Pre-game. Pre-game was Chris Stapleton was there. They played um, lift up every voice. lift up every voice. I can never remember the name of it. Let every voice sing. Yep. Something you know, like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, the production value was was very good i i thought we had fun uh riffing about all the interesting camera angles yeah they're like 2700 cameras it's always a, it's always a production where was the blimp at above the stadium there was no blimp this is the trick what, what color is the tractor emoji I'm just, there might have been a blimp i don't think there because it would have gotten shot down by all the fireworks how'd they get all those aerial shots a helicopter a plane it's a plane i want you to know it's a plane maybe i've seen the video there's no way to know i guess we'll never know really not a, not a good uh not a good week to be a blimp. That's true. The things are getting shot down left and right. There's a, some uf quote unquote UFOs are being shot down. Spy or uh, Cameron's carnival balloon got shot down. It's a real shame. Yeah, they're on a real hot streak. <laughs> tomorrow, listen. I wonder what what else they're gonna get. Halftime show. What you think? Halftime of- show. Man, the 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 set pieces choreography i thought that was very uh it was very um simple compared to last year they're last playing year, super smash bro last year was very complicated you know they, yeah they had all the rooms they had the house and um all the, i mean they had all the dancers but the dancers were in different stuff mm-hmm. but this year i mean they're the, the only set was the five or six floating platforms you had the big red platform in the middle and then all the dancers were wearing the same thing so it was, it, was simple. Like, it was a very bare bone, but it was a more simple show because it was just a solo act. That's true. I really thought she was going to bring someone out, truthfully. She didn't. That would have got the people going. There were some rumors that she, the original person she was going to bring out was Kanye back before, you know, the troubles he's been in. You never know. Because she played two Kanye songs, two songs that Kanye is in, and obviously she left out his verse on both, which I think is very fair. But, yeah, he's too busy doing his thing, I'll say. That's right. So I thought overall, great, uh, great halftime show. Um, Hugh, Coach Hugh Freeze was a big fan. Oh, my mom is emphasizing that she does not watch The Masked Singer. She said it looks stupid, okay. and she wanted me. And she texted me again to make sure to say I do not watch it. All right, the le- the record has been cleared. <laughs> she does not watch The Masked Singer. So Coach Hugh Freeze goes on Twitter last night and says Chris Stapleton and Rihanna plus good offensive football with the whole family in the house. Dot, dot, dot. Great night. <laughs> the whole family. The whole family was in attendance at the Freeze household. Drunk Obby, friend of the show, returns and says, favorite Riri Bop? Mm. For the uninformed, that means favorite Rihanna song. Yep, just so you know. <laughs> Mom, just so you know. And then Hugh Freeze retorts, a simple word, simple yet powerful word, umbrella. Mm. So there you have it. Coach Hugh Freeze. Big Rihanna fan. 
And with that, do you want to send us to break or do you want me to? Yeah, everybody. Thanks for listening to Compact Discourse. Compact Disc Wars right here <laughs> on WEGL 91.1 FM. We'll be right back in a few minutes with some more riveting conversation. Don't go anywhere. 334-844-9345 if you want to call on in. We'll talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, your home for student run radio since 1971. I'm your host, Jack Hart, alongside Davis Carroll. It's 8.15 in the morning on Super Bowl Monday, what is widely considered the most should-be-a-holiday day on the calendar. I'm looking at some Jalen Hurts novelty socks on the, mm. inter- on the internet right now. Oh, it's A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, one on each foot. Do you think the Super Bowl Monday is the most called into work day of the year? Maybe it might. Uh, it might vary year to year depending on which uh, which day of the week some of our other more notable holidays may fall on. It's true, but I think consistently, yes. Other yeah. than Friday the thirteenth, people are so scared to go that in. That does some irrevocable damage to the economy. A black cat walks across your way going to work. Are you going in? What if there's an umbrella? At the door. And by umbrella, I mean ladder. And the only way to <laughs> and, get it is to open the umbrella inside after you've walked in. And then there's the a ladder. broken mirror. You break a mirror by doing it. I don't know. Something like that. What's another unlucky thing? Uh, not rabbit's feet. So like rabbit's hands. Okay. They're also their feet. Throwing pepper over your shoulder, maybe. If throwing salt's good for you. Maybe. We'll see. Also looking at... Oh, what I thought were Ted Lasso socks, but are actually <laughs> Tom Izzo socks. What? Which is those are like the same thing? Just as bad, I think. Tom Izzo, Michigan State. That's correct. Okay, I know some things. All right, um, big game last night. Yep, some would say the biggest. Burying the lead a little bit. Chiefs win their second Super Bowl title in four years. Mm-hmm. I believe they won it three years ago against the Forty ers down in Miami. Um, so they win another one, pretty much solidifying that this is a Chiefs dynasty. You know, they only had they had three appearances, but only one victory. So you mm. kind of you kind of have to get another one to be a dynasty. Because you know, think about the Rams. The Rams got to that uh, that one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they lost the Patriots what thirteen to three or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Bad in Atlanta, Super Bowl. the bad Super Bowl, the one with SpongeBob. That's true. And then the Rams. Lose to the 49ers, and they don't make it back to the Super Bowl until last year when they end up winning. Mm-hmm. But and then they go; they don't know, they don't even make the playoffs this year. So like, it's a weird fall off. Not them. a not a dynasty, I would say. Very very. And the Chiefs had had the danger of that happening. I think you know, only one title when you're so good for so long. Like, well, if you have Pat Mahomes, you're you're in a good place for a long while. You're okay as long as they can repair his ankle. Or whatever. Hey, they, they they can handle it. If they can fix my ankle, they can fix his. He's got tortoiseol or whatever it's called. They can jack into him. Mm. It's not a, that's not a tortoise thing. It's That's what I was thinking. That'd be cool. Like make you a little sluggish. <laughs> oh, you. So, uh, Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. 38-35 last second field goal by Georgia Tech alumni Harrison Butker. 
the butt kicker, if you will. Former Panther. For a few for a few minutes. <laughs> for a few seconds there. But the real story, what what the refs are trying to distract you from, <laughs> that the field was terrible. The NFL got what they wanted with that 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 referee call being the talking point of the game because now no one's talking about the field mm-hmm. except for us. We're here. We're breaking we're, the story. We're, we're not distracted by the NFL smoke screen. What's that phrase like? Beating the pavement, feet on the pavement, boots on the ground. Ah, whatever. We're boots on the ground. Hard hitting journalism. Here we are. Things of that nature. So Frank Clark, Kansas City defensive lineman, says, "Quote: The field was kind of terrible. Mm. And that's, kind of. That's pretty pretty." Pretty dang good evidence. There you go. <laughs> um, apparently, you know, the uh, Chiefs played the, one of their first games of the season out in Arizona against the Cardinals, and it hasn't been fixed. Apparently, there's this one guy that's been working on all the fields for the Super Bowl all the way back since, like, the 80s. They call him the Sod Father. He's some <laughs> sort of turf management expert. Some sort of. And I think he's. it's time for him to hang up the old, uh, the old lawnmower. He might have some dirt on him. You might know where Jimmy Hoffa is if he's really the sod father. Some dirt, you say? I'm just saying. Could, he might have some some artificial well grass on them. <laughs> um, but it was. I mean, both teams had to play on it. You know. Yep. It's not like they said, "Oh, Chiefs are punting. Wheel in the new field." <laughs> they hit him, but it flips over the field, which you can do at Arizona because that that field is like on a big carpet. That they roll out yeah, in the sun to throw it. Eight hundred thousand dollars that field this year. Did you hear about that? No. Eight hundred thousand dollars. Not on turf price Twitter. I just saw it on Twitter. Not on not on their <laughs> turf fight price. Oh my goodness. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, apparently, what I noticed is a lot is that when they were on the big logo at midfield, running mm-hmm. all those QB sneaks, mm-hmm. they were. Uh, it seemed to be more slick than the grass. So maybe they were using like extra slick paint. Put some oil there. Have you? There's been a lot of injuries this year coming on turf as well. Not specifically on Arizona's field, but MetLife has had a lot of them. That's correct. The and Jets. people have been – oh, and FedEx as well apparently has a terrible field. Uh, so they're going to change the grass with FIFA coming to America or whatever it was? I believe, yes, that a lot of – well, but there's also concerns that grass is not always the best because, mm. you know, the Titans played that game against the Jaguars on week 16 or 15. You know, it's just cold and rainy all the time in December. It's hard to keep a – even in – sunny Nashville, Tennessee, it's hard to keep a turf field in good condition for top-level athletes. So it's, it's, it's the game behind the game. I can tell you about turf management. Grass can be hard, especially if you have some quote-unquote hiking shoes like I wore that one time. I'll slide around like I was Bambi on ice. So maybe there's no way to fix it. I, I don't know what the deal with those shoes were, man. Man, it was some, something else. It was they, Someone had slicked them up with butter before I put them on. So the field is the real, uh, the experimental golf grass is apparently what it's for. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting some exposés on it now that it's all said and done. Um, but apparently the, the, the grass was golf grass. Tahoma 31. So what makes it golf grass? Is it better? Is it more conducive to turf? Tahoma 31, it's among the newer breeds of grass that have been developed with the funding of the United States Golf Association. Mm. Tahoma is 31 is a mix of two types of Bermuda grasses and rye grass and was developed at Oklahoma State University under the watchful eye of Dr. Yang Ki Wu. He started the process of creating Tahoma 31 in 2006 when he crossed Chinese Bermuda grass and African Bermuda grass. 
A year later, the seeds were harvested, and the grass was tested and studied all over the country until 2018. Mm. So, um, apparently, it's supposed to wear wear out to bare ground after the kind of foot track foot traffic it would face in the lead-up to Super Bowl. Um, it won't have an issue holding up to the demands of being a Super Bowl field. This feels like they're cruising for a bruising. When did this come out? I, I, I'm at a loss. It's the first time it was ever used. Maybe, but they're so confident in this grass, and it's what everybody's upset about. This is very interesting. Is turf more widely used because you don't have to water it? Well, it's just way easier to take care of. I thought turf was like fake and plastic. Well, no. Turf is just another word for grass. That's why it's called astroturf. What? It's because it's synthetic turf. And they have all that rubber in it. Yes, to simulate like the the catch of dirt. So your your um cleats can dig into it. I I see. Huh. Okay. Interesting. That's enough talk about grass, I think. But it is the talk of the town. Talk. You know what else was the talk of the town last night? A certain trailer released during the Super Bowl for one movie starring Ezra Miller, The Flash. But the big talk of the town for us was that a certain celebrity known for playing Chick Hicks in cars, in cars. and Lindsay Lohan's dad in Herbie Fully Loaded. That's right, everybody. You guessed it. It's the one and only Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton. is back, baby. He's here. He's got his back credit card out. He went. <laughs> That's not him, but yeah. It technically is. It's, it's all the same guy. It's the same Batman, but not the same actor. He went, I'm Batman. He didn't say it like that. He went, I'm Birdman. Could have. Yeah. For all we know. I know you're not a big superhero movie fan. That's right. But you like this, Mr. Keaton. This trailer made me even less of one. What? You told me how the Flash went back in time. What's your issue with that? It's ridiculous. How? He can go so fast. He go. He enters the speed force. You're not helping your kids. <laughs> just look. I'm not saying it makes sense, but like, I feel like it's just as ridiculous as anything else in comics. The back credit card. That's not actually in comics. What? That was just in a <laughs> it's movie. More grounded in reality than the speed. Joel force. Schumacher just thought it'd be really funny. It is pretty funny. It's a. It is a good bit. I wonder what his credit score is. Probably pretty good. Pretty good. He's Batman. His bat credit score. Yeah. Would there be would that be a different credit score than the rest of us? You think? No, because that would out him. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, Batman could have his own thing. Spider Man has his own phone, like for Spider Man. Where does he keep it? In his in his pocket. Where are his pockets? I'm sure he just puts it in his suit, but it gets really sweaty though. But where in his suit? I, I'm I don't know. He's Spider Man, man. Exactly. He can it, just stick to his body. He has those spider. little. He has a spider thing. Okay, that's that's a valid answer. Okay, I like that more than <laughs> it's in his suit. It probably is, if we're being realistic. I think he sticks it to. Well, his Spider-Man's body. not real, so it's it's all okay. Okay, but Batman is real, yep. and he's coming back for this new Flash movie. What's it called? Um, Life in the Fast Lane, I believe the subheading. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fast and Fast Furious nine. Ten Flash. Flash and the Furious. Flat. There. You, okay, that's it. That's so the movie. The, what's the rub here? Is this some kind of reboot? So they've been trying to make a Flash movie with Ezra Miller. For like probably seven years he now. He has a show on the CW. The Flash does, correct, yes. That's something else. Okay, understood. That, CW is his own little thing. Um, 
but they've been trying to make a Flash movie with Ezra Miller because they cast Ezra Miller as the Flash way back in the day for the Justice League and all that, and all that jazz. Or for Batman v... I don't even remember. No, they teased him in Batman v Superman way back in the day. And he was in Snyder Cut? Yes. He got the hand on the hot dog. He did, correct. And so it has been in development hell for who knows how long. And then Ezra Miller, they were going through their... Whatever you want, their, their troubles, whatever you want to call it, in Hawaii and all that, they were terrorizing the Hawaiian natives. But it, it all it's all good now, I guess. They're going to therapy, and the Flash movie's actually coming out, it seems. We've seen a trailer, and yeah, it actually looks kind of good, I think. Yes, it looks like DC is getting into the multiverse game. <laughs> yeah, you have more you want to read from that? No, that was an original thought I had. <laughs> we also caught a glimpse at Michael Shannon's General Zod. Yep. Who's back once again <laughs> to wreak havoc. He is, yeah. Superman's not around. What happened to Superman? By by going back in time, he somehow blipped Superman from this timeline. But Kara but, but created there. nine Batmans instead. Look, I haven't seen the movie yet. Flashpoint is like, I'll explain Flashpoint. Later on, if we need. Here's another original thought I have. Let's say it real quick. And Supergirl, yep. portrayed by Sasha Calais, yep. who flies through the air and dispatches <laughs> baddies with the greatest of ease. Where are you reading this from? <laughs> Some hard-hitting journalism over <laughs> from the Rolling Stone. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Would you? Do you want to do the honors? Thank you, Davis. Um, we'll be back in a little bit on the other side of this break. It's the bottom of the hour, 828 AM. You're listening to Compact Discourse. Thank you for joining us here this morning. Do not go anywhere. Might just be some secrets in store. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Compact Discourse, right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm Jack Hart, kicking it with Davis Carroll, coming at you live on a Monday morning. We're here in the Student Center on the campus of Auburn University. Davis Carroll on the ones and twos, coming at you with your weather report. All right, right now in Auburn, it's a beautiful 47 degrees and sunny Outside, we're looking at a steady increase in temperature as that sun continues to warm things up as you're walking to school, work, home, class, wherever you may be finding yourself walking around today. Should get up to a high of 63 this afternoon before it'll stay clear and rain-free throughout the day. Some whipping winds, though. 10 miles an hour coming out of a westerly direction. So uh, bring your windbreaker. That's the report for today. That was a bad applause. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Sounds better. It's not as bombastic. That's the weather. Okay. Get this. We were talking about the Flash before the break. The Flash. The Flash. The Batman. So, in the trailer, Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller Mm -hmm. says, as the Flash, I could fix things. Mm -hmm. Implying, right, that I think the crux of this is that he wants 
um, Batman wants yeah. to go back and save his parents mm. from being killed. Mm. Uh, and the Flash says, no. <laughs> I could fix things. Oh. Right? <laughs> Flash doesn't talk like that. It looks like that in this text. What do they have it? Do it they all, have it? it gargly Batman voice. Face. <laughs> he says, "I could fix things." That's better. It's more like George Costanza. <laughs> well, where's the uh, whatever? Offers Ezra Miller's of, and then the retort from Ben Affleck's Batman. You could also destroy. What do you want from Duncan? Everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that kind of made me excited for the film. Okay. Not lie. You like Ben Affleck Batman? I think I like the implication that it could destroy everything. It reminds me a lot of Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man found my way home. The most recent one with Jamie Foxx. There's no way home. The most recent one. Yep. Because the whole crux of that one is our Flash-type character, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. wants to fix things for Peter Parker. Yeah. Who wants to not, he wants to not be famous anymore. Like Hannah Montana. Uh, sure, I'll let I'll let this slide. No, that's what happens. I mean, in, if you want to like, water it down like that, I sure. wish I would never Spider Man. That's not what he says. <laughs> but then Doctor I'll, I'll Strange let it slide. is like, "Don't bother me while I'm doing this spell, <laughs> or it could destroy everything." And then the whole time, Peter's like, "Well, um, Doctor Strange, one more thing." <laughs> Wait, I, I forgot. Your 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 flies down. <laughs> so it's a lot like that. Yeah. So Spider Man and can't, it's also a multiverse. So yeah, Spider Man can't run really fast though. And Michael Keaton's not in it. Splitting hair. Oh wait, Michael Keaton. He could have been. He could. He almost was. He was in Morbius. <laughs> Don't forget that. That's true. He was in Morbius. Oh goodness. All right, that's all I had. Um, that's it. But Ben Affleck. Speaking of Ben Affleck, my Duncan, mom. Did Duncan not like ben Donuts. Affleck. Yeah, he was there. He was working. He's from Boston, right? He is from Boston. Who are the other guys from Boston? Ron Reynolds? Casey Affleck, Matt Damon, Jerma, um, Mark Wahlberg. That's true. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams, I think, Seth might McFarlane. be. Sure. Yeah, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Is Robin Williams? But um, they've done this before, right? I think I want to say that three, four, this is back when we did the extra point. There was another Duncan commercial with Ben Affleck. I thought there was a Duncan commercial with Casey Affleck. Or that was that was an SNL's bit. I'll look into this. Where Casey Affleck kept going to the, the SNL and the and the Duncan, and they're like, you got to leave, man. I do remember that. I also remember the Bill Burr one where he's trying to drink the Sam Adams, but he, he keeps fighting people because he's from Boston. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There was Duncachino. Not from the Super Bowl. That's from Jack and Jill. That's correct. But did they make it real? Dunkachinos are real. Dunkachino. What's That's... my name? Speaking of coffee. Where have I got my cup of coffee? Missed that. Eh, whatever. I'm having a hard time finding this Dunkin' commercial. It's kind of buried in the sea. Ben of... Affleck, Dunkin' Donut. So I know you're a big fan of Scrubs. Yeah. Decently. So, so John Travolta? Yeah. Was in a Scrubs commercial. Maybe you're thinking of this photo where Ben Affleck jumps all his Duncan. That's not it. Are you sure? I'm s- certain. He has worked at a Duncan drive-thru before. That was not the crux of this commercial I'm thinking of. Let's t- let's table this Ben Affleck's so silly. He's always dropping stuff. He's just like me, for real. You were saying? Anyway, John Travolta came out looking like Travis Kelsey 
Yeah. And sang a little song with the Friends Boys. Mm-hmm. The Scrubs Boys. The Scrubs Boys. Donald. Something like that. Let me see. Scrubs. One of them, uh, it's uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. I was right. Dang it. I should have said it. I would have sounded so good. Oh, I found the commercial I was talking about. It was Jim from The Office. John Krasinski. And um, Captain America. Steve, uh, Chris Evans. Yep. So Ben Affleck is not there. Right, but it was Ben Affleck adjacent. It's evocative. He plays a superhero. John Krasinski is from Boston, I'm pretty sure. I think they're all from Boston. That Are was the sure? crux of the commercial. What a, I could I could just work at a Dunkin'. You could. But the Super Bowl wouldn't pay Chris you. Chris Evans is it. from Boston. John Krasinski. Did I tell you about my time the when Patriots I was... The Patriots may have missed out on the Super Bowl this year, but at least for <laughs> New England fans, have Hyundai's commercial for the Sonata's new smart parking tech to cheer them up. Featuring Beantown natives, Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, and John Krasinski arguing in their thickest New English accents over whether or not Krasinski's Sonata can fit in a wicked oh, high parking that. spot. I remember that. Don't worry. He's got smart park. And the 82nd ad is a dream come true for Bostonians. Oh, awesome. Wow. A dream come true. <laughs> a l- Red Sox legend David Big Poppy Ortiz making a cameo is just the cherry on top. I found that looking up if someone's from Boston, sometimes they'll tell them what hospital they're born in. I know what hospital John Krasinski was born in now. Sometimes that's too much information. St. Elizabeth's Medical Center, Boston, Massachusetts. Congratulations, John. Did I say about the time I went to the law school fair and I went to talk to the UMass guy, and I was just talking to him. I was like, yeah, I was in Boston. I went down to the harbor, and I was like, oh. Sorry, man. I didn't apologize. I just I kind of went like it didn't happen. culture. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't actually go down to the harbor. The harbor. When I was in Boston, I went to the harbor is got what the I said. Smart park. When did they got the smart park? All right. Where, where, where's the... Ridiculous. I can never find my buttons, man. If I had a nickel. You get it. You want, you want to? Okay. Thanks for listening to Compact Discourse, everybody. Show's not over yet, so um, bad news for all our listeners. That's funny. My mom just said something funny. Okay, great. Um, we'll be right back in a few minutes with some more of the show. So don't go anywhere. It's 8.43 in the morning. Just a few minutes left in the show. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back into Compact Discourse down here at the harbor. He's got the smart park. The smart park. It's the best thing to ever happen to Boston ever. That's apparently. right. It's a dream come true for Bostonians. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what it was like in Boston when that happened. It was like people were celebrating in the street. You're in an Irish pub. The Super Bowl's on and that happens. Everybody cheers like they just kicked the game-winning field goal. I think Bostonians would rather have that than the Patriots win the Super Bowl. I Yeah, they John must. John Krasinski get a new Hyundai. What do you think about them? Do, they, do you think they like the smart park? I mean, if you wanted to get into those wicked, tight Boston parking spots. <laughs> the smart park. You're trying to go to the Boston Commons, so there's a wicked, tight parking you gotta spot. you got to get the wicked, game, smart park. park. All right. <laughs> real, Sorry. Qu- real quickly, <laughs> we'll get back to some Bostonian accents. But real quickly, it is the final segment, so we're going to do our person of the day today. Of course, it is February, Black History Month, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about Gordon Parks. You know him, Jack? Gordon Parks. I do not. Gordon Parks. Gordon Smart Parks. 
Yeah, okay. There you go. He was a prolific figure behind the camera in the 20th century. His photojournalism from the 1950s and 70s is well known and revered among photojournalists and just art lovers alike. His American he he did uh he captured aspects of American life including issues like civil rights, poverty and race relations. He has some famous photos. You might know the one of it's the it's the the lady drinking at the the um colored only fountain and it was shot in Mobile actually. He went to Mobile and took a lot of photos. But Gordon Parks is also known for making a lot of movies, including Shaft. And he also worked a lot to help shape the blaxploitation era in film in the 1970s. And he once said himself, I saw that the camera could be a weapon against poverty, against racism, against all sorts of social wrongs. I knew at that point I had to have a camera. So big shout out. Uh, I don't like the term shout out there. Big, big spotlight shining on Gordon Parks today. Thank you for everything you've done. Check out Gordon Parks if you feel so inclined. I love some of his art, some of his photos. And he also, if you know The Learning Tree, that is semi-autobiographical about Gordon Parks. He wrote it. All right. That is our person of the day today. It all—it also could be time for Recommend Monday unless you want to save that for a little bit later. That's fine. Okay. That's fine to do it now or save it later. <laughs> I just want to see what you would say. <laughs> uh, we can do it now. Okay. Recommend Monday. I need a button for it. Wreck a Monday. Wreck. Wait. Uh. Whoa! Wreck a Monday. Uh, work in progress. <laughs> Working on it. It's Wreck a Monday. Awesome. Wreck a Monday. One of the longest running segments on Compact Discourse. Do you agree with that? Seize the day. Yeah. We used to always go good. Seize the week. What do we? What? Get, I don't remember any. No. Of this. Go, go undefeated today. Go on and know. That's it. The COVID brain strikes again. <laughs> it's really. It's been bad recently, man. It's okay. Anyway. And I'd look at him and I'd say, good. That was That's also right. what we'd say. Classic. All right. We fought. We faced some adversity walking in the rain. We did. We went, we went undefeated now. All right. What would you like to recommend today? All right. So I played a game over the weekend. Yeah. It's called Mario Kart. Oh, wow. You may not have heard of it. Uh, I'm not sure if I have. But I forgot how much fun it is playing with your buddies. It is pretty fun. It's just it's, it's good, clean fun. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for Nintendo Switch is the current version that's out right now. Mm-hmm. This game is about to be 10 years old, believe it or not. This game came out in 2014. You wouldn't believe it. I remember my first time I ever played this game. It came in a red box mm-hmm. instead of all the Wii U games came in light blue Wii U colored boxes. Yeah. But this game came in a red box, so I knew it was special. It was that special. Little did I know how special it was. I, I got the game. I put it in my Wii U on like a crisp early summer afternoon in 2014 i played all the way through it and i was like this is this is fantastic and at the time i was like well that's just it isn't it that mario kart can only get this good but then they released dlc for it it's got more tracks now and mm-hmm. they're just now this year releasing an entirely new booster pack that's effectively doubling the size of the game from 64 courses to i believe 128 courses so mm. Endless hours of fun on uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And who do you play as mostly? Mostly, I think I play have a have a pretty heavy rotation. You know, de- who you play depends on like your stats. So. I I do know that, but I only play as one guy. I don't play much, but I only play as one guy. That's understandable. I'm loyal, but um, if I want to be heavy, I play King Boo. Despite King Boo. being a ghost, an ethereal being. I he think is it's a the heavy, crown. He's a heavy character. He's a crown, doesn't he? That is true. Yeah, that could be weighing him down. Well, how's it fit on his head? Man, just saying. I'm not. I'm not here to ask questions. I'm just. They're. They're. they They seem to be corporeal when you're looking at them. That's right. 
And you have to be corporeal to steer the yeah. vessel. You could be using his ghost powers. That's right. Yeah. Not here to relitigate the <laughs> physics of King Boo or anything. Yeah. But I'll play Roy sometimes. Roy is one of Bowser's kids. He has cool sunglasses yeah. and a pink shell. And I think that's just. What does he say? I'm just, that's does just he, does he make a sound? Uh, he just does a lot of screaming. Okay. <laughs> the Koopalings can't talk. Oh, okay. Um, and then I'll also sometimes be the, the shy guy. Yeah. I'll also be the inkling from Splatoon. Yeah. Because I like Splatoon. And then recently I started playing Daisy. Yeah. Daisy's great because Daisy's orange. Yep. Daisy's a princess. Uh-huh. And She's from America? Is that what the game said yesterday? From, Daisy's from the United States. Um, Daisy Circuit is probably one of like the greatest Mario Kart tracks of all time mm-hmm. from Mario Kart Wii. And I hear a rumor that we're getting it in the next Oh, wow. So oh, wow. That's something to get excited about. So if you'd like to have... It's fun on your own. Mario Kart it 8 Online fun. is fun. But if you can uh, get some friends... It was a good piled time. Piled around the TV for some wholesome Mario Kart fun. I recommend Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for Nintendo Switch. It is a the definitive Mario Kart, probably the best game that Nintendo's ever released. Um, you can also pick up from ArcadeMachines.com, Mario Kart GPDX Arcade Racing Machine. Uh, it's 6% off right now. It's only $13,000. So Okay, that's not bad. It's a uh, arcade cabinet. It's a pirate gold coins Price right there. That's right. They accept Amex. Okay. Oh, I guess I might as well go ahead and get it while That's I'm at right, it. That's right. Yeah. While you're out, you know, if you think. it's six percent <laughs> off. So. That's. Tr- I mean, you're, I'm, you're I'm lo- not sure if we're gonna get a deal that you're good again. Losing money by not getting it. <laughs> I guess my recommendation. I always recommend movies. You know, I'm gonna go with the Mario Kart route, and recommend playing as my favorite character. Oh my goodness. One Dry Bones. <laughs> not because he's the best or anything, but because I had Mario Kart DS as a kid, and I played that one a ton. I probably still remember all the maps. If you if you handed it to me, I could it, it it would all come back to me. But I played only as Dry Bones. I think I played as Mario a little bit because I thought Mario was you had to play as Mario, as Mario Kart. But right. then I realized Dry Bones was cooler. I thought understandable. He made the cool sounds and he'd fall. He like Woo! he was Bones after all. He was Bones. If you jump on him in the games, he he like crumbles. But. He always comes back. He does come back. That's what it's so. He's so resilient. That's what must be why I like him. Be a dry bones today. Go one and zero. If you get stepped on, just reassemble yourself. He he always made a cool sound. I can, I can agree with that. There's a Mario movie coming out too. Oh man, that's gonna be great. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be so good. They're plumbing. They were there was a scene of them doing plumbing. They're doing plumbing. They're plumbers. Getting back to their roots. They're plumbing. They weren't making. They were making. They weren't making sure a wall was plumb, but they were themselves plumbing. Is that the verb for it? It's a big, uh, big spring for movies. I think. Yeah, you got cocaine bear. That's in February. So that's not really spring. Spring movie season, I'd say. Quarter one. Would you say f- okay? Fine. Cocaine bear. Um, Ant Man. Ant Man. Um, Great. Dungeons and Dragons. Very well, could be. Could be. We'll have to see. Do you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Man, I'm really excited for this Mario movie. I'm not gonna, not gonna. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. And the FNAF movie. The FNAF movie's a little bit, a little ways out. Bloomhouse, they know they've been knocking it out of the park recently. Um, Cameron, my my normal Monday co-host, unable to join us today. He said he didn't know that they didn't ha- they had different stats. He just played Koopa because he was fun. Well, maybe he's get, fun when because you get of the run stats. into by a heavier character and knocked off Rainbow Road. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> All right. You want you want to handle the outro? All right, everybody. It was so good to be back here in the booth with Davis. 
it's great to be back on Compact Discourse. And, as always, thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Disc Wars right here on WETL 91.1 FM. However you join us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our podcasts are available absolutely free wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Compact Discourse on your podcast player of choice. You can also follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU, that's C-D-I-S-C underscore A-U for links to that podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show, join the conversation. We are Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You can also follow the station on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at W-E-G-L underscore A-U, that's Weagle underscore A-U. And with that, for Jack Hart and Davis Carroll, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great rest of your day. Tomorrow, the show is once again at 8 a.m. on Tuesday with one Alejo Houston. This is Jack Hart signing off.